Bass. Hello. And Sam. Hi. Sam had, uh, <laughs> what, did you have some mouth work done? I had a, I had a tooth pulled. All right, no. so Sam, Sam's only going to be on for yeah. a few minutes. I just figured we'd check in with him real quick. Yeah. Are you Sam, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. It's just, it's, it's just hard to talk. I, I, uh, like, one side of my mouth is, like, getting a lot of pain, so. Do they give you any good pain meds? They did give me some medicine. Um, I don't, I think it's just, uh, some kind of, like, a Tylenol 3. It's, like, for. Ooh, uh, that's got codeine. Is that, is that. Is that good stuff? Or? Yeah, that'll take the edge off. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a gateway, as the kids say. Which is uh, it? One of, Sam, is it one of the back teeth? Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like it's it's like two teeth in front of my molars. You really can't you can't really see it. So are you getting it, are you getting it filled in? Yeah, I'm going to get an implant, but you have to wait like four to six months. So what do Whoa. they do? So they, they drill in like a screw, right? And then they put it in? When they do that, yeah. But I just have to have it pulled, and then they do like bone grafts, and stitches. It's Jesus. Like really pain. I know. That was in there for like three Do you have dental hours. insurance? What, what, what is that? Like... <laughs> no, I'm saying you have dental insurance. Yeah, but I mean, it's, uh, a lot of that stuff isn't covered by dental insurance. Is, uh, that, under, is that under a PPO? <laughs> I love how people, you know what's funny? I was talking to this guy that I know that won like $50,000 on the Super Bowl on, on a square. And I'm like, oh man, how much you win? He's like, why are you asking so many questions? Like, you why? ask a lot of questions. I mean, it's it is like, isn't it funny? How, like, this is a question. I'm like, do you have, do you have dental insurance? Like, Sam, ask, di- base, base, ask me that question. Hey, do you have dental insurance? I don't. I will say this though. Whenever Abe, whenever somebody it's tells somebody, a personal question. No, whenever, whenever somebody tells somebody to Abe, and Abe gets really, really into it. He has to ask almost to like the the exact inch. I didn't realize that 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 Abe's not yeah. the conversations that don't involve him asking a lot of questions. He he asks so many questions. <laughs> I didn't realize it was so personal to ask about dental insurance. Well, it's just a weird question. I mean, <laughs> it is. If you want, if you want to know the truth, yeah, I have dental insurance, but. <laughs> The dental insurance covers the extraction, but then the implant is not considered, um, like... Uh, no, and you know, those are expensive, too. Oh, so you have to pay out of pocket. Yeah, for most of it. And yeah. implants are expensive. It's all right. It's got to get done, so... Base, do you have dental insurance? Yeah. We, well, do you still have the union insurance? I don't even have any insurance. Well, that's... Really? Now, is it true... That they got rid of the penalty? That if you don't have insurance now, you don't get penalized on your taxes? Is that true? Yeah, I, th- I think your boy Trump got rid of that. Good. That's the only... You know what? I'll tell you that. That's the second... <laughs> only, the, only the second good thing Trump's ever done. Number one, that fast food feast. And number two, getting rid of that penalty. He's off to a good start in 2019 for you. <laughs> <laughs> Trump just had his second successful, yeah. successful act as president. So what did Trump do uh, in two years? Well, he had a feast of Big Macs and Whoppers. That was pretty awesome. I I tip my hat to President Trump. (laughs) That is dumb, though. Like, you shouldn't have to pay. I mean, if you don't have insurance, you don't have insurance. Why should you also pay a penalty? Yeah, Um, let me off here in a minute. Oh, you got to go, Sam? Yeah, I told you just a few minutes. I really am not trying to talk a lot out of here. 
Do you, have, do, really you have, do you have gauze in your mouth? No, I don't right now. Oh, you have to keep it in there? I, I have. And it, it's, it's been bleeding for like a day. Oh, jeez. What's your, uh, what do they, what, what can you do as far as food goes? I haven't actually been able to like, I've just been like eating soup. I can't like chew anything. Oh, man. I know it sucks. No nutty, don't you eat nutty bars all the time? Those little nutty. Right. <laughs> on that note. Wait, what? On that note, I. Nobody. You had to kill the Wait, squirrel. You, Sam, you can't, you can't eat Little Debbie Nutty Bars no. anymore? <laughs> does, what is it? This is the last thing I'll let you go. What does it feel like when you put your tongue in the hole? Uh, I don't know. Don't you do that? Uh, that's what I'd be no, doing. No, because you're, you're not supposed to irritate it. Oh, you're not supposed to touch it with your tongue? No, you're not supposed to, because I have to go back in a week. I have to like, take the stitches out, and stuff, so I'm not supposed to like, touch it at all. So. Were you awake when they did this? Yeah, but you get like a lot of Novocaine. So. so, but do you see like the? Does the doctor like put his foot in your chest and pull it out? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how they do it. So. <laughs> no, but what do you? What do you? What pulled it out? No, but, that cartoon sound like that boing. boing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like in Little Shop of <laughs> No, but Sam, what is it like when they pull it out? It's just, it's, it's just how you'd imagine. I don't know. But does it feel weird getting it yanked out of your mouth? Well, you're so numbed up that. Does it come right out? No, it's, like I said, I was there for like twelve thirty to four yesterday. It takes three and a half hours to pull it out. <laughs> well, yeah, because they got like bone graft and stitch and all sorts of stuff. You. I told you it's a multi-step process. They don't just put their, their foot in your stomach <laughs> and just rip it out. <laughs> now, spit. All right, you're out of time. What was what, so, wait, what was the song Los Chavos when uh, let's see Martin sings? I don't know. Oh, I, don't I am your dentist. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Did he take did he take that gas before he did it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now spit. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> and on that note, thanks for coming on there. Have fun, gentlemen. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, that was a good. That was that was your weekly check in with Sam. <laughs> Sam Cannon, ladies and gentlemen. I almost like it better checking in with him. You know what? It's like a little sour to the sweet. <laughs> Some of the best check ins ever in Vegas after the dentist. Like anything Sam does, we should just check in with him. <laughs> it's gold. <laughs> Now, let's let's the get inter- the interesting thing is though whenever we do check in with him, he comes in red hot angry every time. Oh yeah, he's on. Whereas, when, he, whereas when he's on the show with us, he's he's low key. <laughs> he's cool. It takes him a minute to warm up, but every time we check in with him, it's clear to the convenience. <laughs> he's he's pissed off immediately. Oh, he's already coming in. At a, he's already a, a race car in the red. <laughs> I was just watching that last night, Pulp Fiction. It's a great movie. Let me see if I can find this now, Base. There's a... Because you are a character doesn't mean you have character. Yeah, that's... that's it's funny because that all that that you just did was all the part that I saw last night. I caught it from the part right before the rape scene with the gimp. Oh, yeah. Zed's dead, baby. What is this chopper? Is this a chopper? This is a and chopper, no, this, babe. It's a chopper. Who's chopper? Zed. Who is Zed? Zed's dead, baby. 
He was, you lost your LA privileges. <laughs> you gone and you be gone. You no, you gone, you be gone, and you stay gone. Or or you be gone, he said. Or you be gone, that's right. You lost all your LA privileges. Are you okay? I'm pretty fucking far from it. <laughs> okay, here we go, base. So there was a major controversy that happened this week to me um, on January 29th. So what's today? Okay, so like a week ago. Okay. Major controversy. Pre-Super Bowl, go. So did I even tell you about this thing with with Stacey King and, and Chuck Swirsky? Uh, you gave me a little inside that Stacey King posted a picture and Swirsky's number was on it. Yeah, okay, so... so Stacey King posts this picture of of a, a piece of cake that Chuck Swirsky gave him, and he put Chuck Swirsky's. So Chuck Swirsky gave it was Stacey King's birthday, and Chuck Swirsky, who by the way was my coach when I played on the United Center floor, <laughs> he was my coach when when I was playing against Bill Wennington's team. Who and, was my and, coach? And who was your coach? And I hit the uh, the hook shot from eighteen feet out. And Bill Wellington said, oh, no, he didn't. And the whole place went nuts, like everyone that was there. <laughs> Anyways, so Swarsky was my coach. I'm sure he doesn't know me, but I'm just saying, this is the guy who was my coach. He didn't do much coaching. Of course, I was carrying the load on the team. <laughs> but anyways, he gives... Yeah, right. He gives, I, base, did I not hit a couple of those hooks? You did, but it was those 16-year-olds and all those sales guys, <laughs> kids bought it that were, that were smoking us. <laughs> But when I when I had the ball, did I not hit it from eighteen right from the, the corner? You did, but it was on me, and I was like, "Just make the shot, baby, the shot of the United Center." But base, it doesn't matter if you were covering me, if that little kid was covering, if one of the girls cover, playing was covering me. I hit a hook shot about eighteen feet out from the corner, yeah. what, as, as they would say, one of the wings. Yeah, but Abe, it also helped that I was about ten feet in front of you going. Go for it. No, you were right on me. Just like any, you, you, you had me like you, you gloved me up, as they would say. Yeah, right. I haven't gloved anybody up. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there's no one on me. I hit a teardrop hook shot from the wing, eighteen feet up. Right, so, anyways, so now, Bill, again, now, that the, now that you've mastered the lingo, go ahead. The LinkedIn, the LinkedIn's like, oh no, he didn't. And everyone else is like, yeah! So anyways, Swarovski was the coach. So anyways, Stacey King, it was his birthday. And on Twitter, he put, he posted, let me see if I can find the post. He said, oh shit, where is it? He said, my, he said, uh, at CTS Bulls. Now this is going to be very important for you listeners. At, write this down if you're listening, if you're near a pen and paper, okay? Chuck Swarsky's Twitter handle is at CTS Bulls. At CTS B U L L S. He said, at CTS Bulls, hooking me up with a piece of red velvet cake tonight before the Bulls Nets game and left me a nice birthday card too. Now, the card with the, the cake was Chuck Swarsky's business card, okay? God. And Chuck Swarsky's business card has his cell phone number, his email. The Bulls general number. It's his business card, like that you would hand out somewhere. Yeah. 
Stacey King accidentally he I mean he didn't accidentally do it. He just tweeted out because he's I guess he's he just didn't even I don't know how you would not realize it's the guy's cell phone number on there. But it says right on the front, sell in black letters. Black bold letters, sell. So I don't know why I did this, but I called the number. <laughs> oh, of course you did. And he answered it. He's like, Hello? I'm like, hey, uh, Chuck. He's Hello? Like, yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, just so you know, Stacey King tweeted out your, your cell phone number. Wait, 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 wait. You mean he picked up, you didn't answer by going, hey, coach? <laughs> <laughs> but he answered like like one of the pedophiles from To Catch a Predator. Huh? Oh? Hello? Hello? Like he was nervous to answer. Huh? If you're, if you're any, it, here's, here's the key. You never answer a number that you don't know unless you're expecting some kind of call. Like, let's say you interviewed with someone in New York, right? And then a New York area code comes in. Maybe you'd want to answer that, right? Yeah. If you interviewed with someone in Chicago downtown, you get a 312 number. Okay, fine. I might answer if I see a number like that. You see my 773 number coming in at, at like midnight or whatever. This What time was this? This was like, this was at 10.30 p.m. <laughs> okay. Hello? I'm like, hey, Stacey King uh, tweeted out your phone number. So then I send a wait, tweet. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You're, you're, you're skipping past a lot of things. Allow me to ask the questions from here. Okay. Before you made that call to Chuck, what was your end game? Just to let him know that his number got tweeted out. I just wanted to see if that was his real number. So he says, oh, uh, yeah, this is my number. Then, then, then where did it go? He just said thank you and then hung up. Oh, God. You must have been like one of 50,000 people that I called him. I don't think so because then I sent a tweet out uh, and I said, hey, you should erase this. You just tweeted out Chuck's cell phone number. And then Chuck uh-huh. wrote back, what? With a bunch of A's question mark. Then I took a picture of the card. I'm like, look at it. If you zoom in, you can see your cell phone number. Then the next thing I know, the tweet that Stacey King sent out got deleted. He deleted that original tweet then. And then Chuck right. Swirsky blocked me. <laughs> so so then, then I send out a tweet to Stacey King and I said, hey, Stacey, I just made your boy Chuck aware that, he, that you accidentally tweeted out his number. And then he blocked me. I was just helping him out, and then that emoji with the guy with the hand in his face, yeah, his face in his hand, and then Stacey King wrote out, wrote back, he blocked you like Matumbo did shots back in the day, but thanks for the heads up though. <laughs> and then I wrote back, I guess I'm, and then I wrote back, um, I'm gonna have to give him the MJ treatment, and I I had a gif of when MJ dunked on Matumbo. <laughs> so, anyways, this is a pretty this is a pretty funny exchange between you two. So the disrespect from this Chuck Swirsky, I'm the one who see, like if that tweet would have said it was only up for about five minutes because I right away made made a move right. Right. Stacey King's a very popular commentator. He has a decent amount of followers. I mean, I did. No, he's, he's one of the better broadcasters in the league. I did right by Chuck Swirsky, and then he blocked me. So well, if you're at listening, that moment, he, at that moment he probably figured out that you were the guy that called him. Yeah, but he, why, what's he blocking my Twitter handle for? I don't know if he blocked my. I never called him. But I bet he blocked my phone number too. But that, yeah, doesn't make any sense. But if you're listening, and again, I want to remind everyone: at some point, Hulk Hogan blocked me on Twitter, which was a big mistake on his part. 
Because I think I think after Imus or after the Bub the Love Sponge thing where Hogan had sex with his wife, I wrote something like Hulk Hogan, uh, something about Imus better. Wa- I, I, something like that. Like I said, oh, Hulk, was Hulk Hogan going to have sex with Imus' wife next or something like that? I don't know. And then Hulk Hogan blocked me. And I'm also blocked by R. Kelly and Tito Ortiz. I mean, this is quite the list of people who blocked me. I was going to say, you are really stacking on the entertainment. But anyways, if you're listening, it's at CTS Bulls. CTS Bulls. It's Chuck Swirsky, S-W-I-R-S-K-Y. Send him a tweet and just say, hey, I think you made a huge mistake blocking Abe on Twitter. He's the one who made Stacey King aware that that he tweeted out your number. Well, my question is this, Abe. Are you really following Chuck Swirsky? For no, I, I never, I never followed him. But, but the thing is, he shouldn't be blocking me. He should have been. Thank- he should have actually sent me a DM thanking me. So you're just, so you are upset again that you're not getting credit for something that you consider doing good, even yeah, though. But it's not even, even credit. It's, it's you get. It's, it's like okay, th- this is what this is exactly what it's like, base. If I stop someone from getting carjacked, right? Yeah. Then the lady peels out my face and kicks me in the stomach. It would be like, so, okay, so I, let's say I tackle the carjacker, punch him in the face, restrain him. Yeah, but Abe, but Abe, you also called him. So that would be like the carjacker. That would be like you stopping the carjacker from taking her car, and then you getting in the car for a minute and just parking it for her, <laughs> and then giving her back the key. <laughs> you're, not exactly, you're not exactly that innocent of this. Yeah, but basically. I made him aware of something that would have been... Hor- he probably would have changed his number. Luckily, no one cares about it. True. And that's what I'm pretty sure Stacey King was banging on before you... No, uh, because Stacey said thanks, for the he- he said thanks for the heads up, though. He didn't even realize it. Stacey wasn't thinking. Could you imagine if Stacey slipped like that with a Michael Jordan business card? Or Scotty Duggan. Yeah, someone like that. Someone that matters. Not this Chuck Swirsky. <laughs> so I, I'd like... I'll say this to you. You're probably okay with never having Chuck Swirsky <laughs> be the ape cat and uh, follow list. But I do want a full apology from Chuck Swirsky. If, if people could tweet him at CTS, because I can't tweet him because I'm blocked. I'm Just like you, you did with cr- the whole I'm, sur- I'm surprised you haven't created another account to go after people like that. Well, I mean, I have a slob blog Twitter page. I could go on there. But it's like, what? I don't play games. Oh, you kind of do. <laughs> What am I going to do? Oh, from the slob blog account? <laughs> hey, Chuck Swirsky, easy on Abe. <laughs> I, I mean, if you're if you're a listener to this podcast, you know, you did help me out. You did with the Hulkster. Great. Bravo. I don't know how many, I don't know how many of you could have tweeted him, but right after I, I requested that, he unblocked me. So the power of this podcast is amazing. So I want to thank all of you. I just think it's awesome that Stacey King was having that kind of entertainment with you. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, Stacey's my guy. He's a good dude. It's funny because one of the other listeners or someone who follows me on Twitter, he goes, careful, Stacey blocks everyone. Then he sent me a picture of his account being blocked by Stacey King. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, careful. But anyways, the power of, of the listeners, and I, I just want to – see if you could make that happen like i just i, I don't even i i just want to be unblocked by him because he and he owes me a full apology written or oral e- either one a, a tweet would be nice <laughs> well i'm gonna go ahead and say it's a fat chance even if everybody tweets at 
and then I'll leave it do that. Just if you're listening, you have a job to do. Thank you uh, in advance. You, you have a job to do. <laughs> Only this podcast <laughs> assigns homework. <laughs> but he he owes me an apology. There's nothing I could do. Base, could you tweet him? But you know him, sure. Don't? Yeah, I know him. But he's not going to listen to me. He does. He I'm sure he's seen him a million times. He always thinks I'm somebody else. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Grover. Grover, it's crazy. He'll always ask me about a radio station I don't work for. Hey, how's everything going at ESPN? Uh, great. <laughs> From what I've heard. <laughs> how are things at the fan? Yeah. No, it's, it's I'm in Chicago. Yeah, I'm, it's good. It's fine. So how's K-Rock? Doing good, Chuck. Doing fine, Chuck. <laughs> I, I, he probably doesn't even know how, he doesn't even understand how to handle those situations, probably. To be no. fair to him. No, you actually probably kept him awake the last two nights just thinking about that. <laughs> like, even if you if you look at his Instagram and the way he does stuff, he does not understand social media. You know what's like, funny? He, does, he takes pictures of, like, Dennis Rodman and doesn't tag anything and doesn't hashtag anything. <laughs> so he'll only have, like, six likes where it's, like, him and a picture of Ron Artest. You know, it's funny, the whole time, just now, as I was picturing Chuck Swirsky, in my head, I was actually picturing Neil Funk, the TV guy. <laughs> which is pretty... So, Completely opposite. They actually look a little bit alike, if you think about it. Not even close. They don't? Neil Funk is, like, he's elderly and kind of has, like, that that face from, like, you remember Phil Collins' Land of Confusion <laughs> video? It's kind of like a baggy old face and... <laughs> and Chuck Swirsky is like the most oddly shaped human being I've ever been around in my entire life. The bottom line is Chuck owes me a full apology. I, would, I, would, I say fat chance on all of it, but to our listeners, have at it. So that's it for that. At CTS Bulls. At CTS Bulls. Just say, hey, you owe Abe an apology. You shouldn't have blocked him. He helped you out. Stacy King's the one who sent out the, the tweet with your cell phone number. He did. He did. He did a, an act like a vigilante would do, like a Batman type. You could always say, uh, if you don't unblock him in t minus ten hours, he will release your phone number again to everybody. <laughs> no, I would never do that, Chuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's anyone with his business card could do that. Then, like, hold him hostage like that. Oh, Wait, is it, wouldn't that be funny? People who hold you Twitter hostage with your cell, like if they have your cell phone number. That's that's how it starts. If you don't give me what I want, I will tweet out your number. <laughs> Next thing you know, there's money laundering. It starts from there. You know, it's so easy to block phone numbers though. Now they're actually doing you a favor because someone that would actually mess with you, it's nice to have their number blocked anyway. It is. So wouldn't you rather give your number to all the peepers and scumbags and everything? So then that way you could just block them now. Like, they're doing they're doing the work for you. Yeah, but then you have to spend your time doing that. Nobody wants to do that. That's all I do all day, because I get calls from, like, bill collectors and that. And I know, like, but whenever, whenever you have to go to that, you're like, oh, God. Yeah, it's the worst. But at least that person is out of your life forever. I would agree with that. It's funny. After that happened, I actually unblocked everyone that I had blocked on Twitter. Really? Yeah, because it's like I'm like, why am I blocking anyone? No well, one should be blocked. I mean, that's true. 
I think I left one guy blocked because his page was something about like white powers. <laughs> I saw his profile picture. I'm like, okay. I think I'll leave this guy blocked. Yeah, the white supremacist doesn't need to be on you. It's funny the uh, the say the union was the other day, and you really get to see all your all your friends who are complete assholes. Like, there's this guy that we know who he he tweets or not tweets he p- posts on Facebook. I would say seven times a day about abortion, how he's yeah. anti-abortion. <laughs> and every every article he puts up has zero likes, zero comments. Like, can't you? But here's the deal: even if it wasn't the state of the union address, he's doing that anyway. Well, he only does it six times a day, but after that, he did seven. I don't understand how anybody has time to sit there and post articles of political beliefs all day long on social media. But like, what? But what's the point? Like you're not you're not if, if if you're that into it go join Trump's like help him yeah and it goes the other way too if you love um if you love Bernie so much join his campaign like then then you're actually making a difference if you really you, tr- believe me Trump will take anyone anyone <laughs> that's willing to help out Trump he will take you like just do it jump on immediately. <laughs> Oh, we'll take him. We'll t- he's great. Oh, yeah, we saw his po- we saw his abortion posts. They're great. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this guy I'm talking about, too, I'm pretty sure he forced a girl to get an abortion. Or he said he was thinking about it. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. I don't remember if he said he had one or the girl. I, I, don't, I don't remember if he, if he said it. I just remember you always told me that story. I'm pretty sure that something happened with an abortion. But now, all of a sudden... It, abortions are horrible that when it doesn't work out in your best interest. I was going to say. But whatever... I say it is never 2020. But whatever political... Uh, whatever your political agenda is, just go join the campaign for whoever you like. If you like, I Elizabeth, agree. If you like Elizabeth Warren, go join her campaign. Like, the the where she says she's a Native American or whatever, go, go help her. <laughs> if you love Trump, trust me, he will take you. Do something to help. Like you, you sending articles to people on Facebook isn't going to do anything. You should actually be on the campaign trying to help the base. I agree because you obviously have tons of time. Because if you could be on on Facebook all day putting articles up, that means you probably don't have a job. I was going to say if you have time to do that for free, I'm sure Trump would pay you. You're and if you if you post about politics all day, your your life is probably too comfortable. You you're either. In a really bad spot financially, somehow, but you, you're, or you have too much money. I was gonna say, or you're really good financially. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's usually I, I feel like you have too much money, and and you just, yeah, you have nothing else to do. Damn that! Like, can you imagine just sitting there all day and watching political TV or radio? No, all in day. Fact, in fact, it drives me nuts to hear it. Or I mean. I will do the occasional when I get in the car. I'll listen to, I'll try to listen to a bunch of different stations just to hear what people are kind of saying. And then I'm like, oh, God, let's, let's not do that. Yeah. I don't get it. Because everybody, because everybody that wants to talk politics is angry. Oh, yeah. And then anyone that engages them is just as angry or angrier. Oh, yeah. They're coming for it. The best is what, and this is why I will never again post anything political. Because I would post something. And then, um, what did I post last time that got people mad? Uh, I'm sure it was something negative about Trump, right? And then 
all these people come on, you're a fucking idiot. And then all the people who hate Trump are arguing with those people. And then, like, I look back and there's 700 comments on my post. I didn't reply to any of them. There's two people arguing. Two people back and forth on a post that has 700 comments. Yep. So then I just delete the post. It's like, just get off. Get get out of here. <laughs> That's how you kick people out. of. It's like kicking people out of your bar. That's how yeah. you kick them off your Facebook page. You just delete the post. Oh, that, and that, there's nothing more liberating than doing that. Where's that post at so I can complain? You guys can fight out amongst yourselves. I'm out. Yeah, just DM each other. It doesn't make... And it's like they want people to see it. No, because they want people to like their comments. Oh, you're, this guy's great. Great point. Yeah, this guy does what he's talking about. And then both people who are arguing politically each have one cheerleader who's liking everything they're saying, and then they'll chime yep. in every once in a while. Yep. Great point by him. Or That's so right. true. So true. Oh, you said it all, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I don't get it. Like, do something. Figure something out to do with your... You, 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 need, you need some kind of light at well, the end of that dark tunnel. Because if you're just... If you just care about politics, your life is horrible. Well, I've always said this, that even when you're getting into an argument with somebody, whether it be political or religious, which... There's nothing ridiculous. What is the end game? You're not going to convince anybody of anything. Exactly. People yeah. have their beliefs. You're just going to argue, and you're going to make yourself look like an asshole. And somebody you don't want to read those posts will, and then it's over. There's nothing I could say to make a Cubs fan become a White Sox fan. Ever. No. I'll never get someone who loves Donald Trump to hate Donald Trump. I'll never get someone who loves Obama to love Donald Trump. It's never going to mm-hmm. happen. I'll never get someone who's Christian to become Jewish. I'll never get someone who's Muslim become a Jehovah Witness. It's just not going to happen. People just, and people who do change their mind, they find that themselves. Like they they they're the ones who discover it on their own and they make a decision. Uh-huh. Like the people who used to be hardcore Republicans who are now liberal, they made that decision. The people who who became vegan or whatever, you they didn't become a vegan because ten vegans. When on their post, when they, when they posted a picture at like um, uh, In and Out Burger and said, "You piece of shit, what are you doing eating meat?" That's not why they became vegan. They became vegan because they went out on their own, found the information, and made that decision. Wait, wait, do you remember when you became vegetarian for eight days? Nine months. Oh, was it nine months? Yeah, I forgot. I didn't realize it was nine months. But I didn't eat. As Sam said, "You're the only vegetarian who doesn't eat vegetables." So you're the only vegetarian who doesn't eat vegetables and got fatter. Yeah, you gained, you're the only vegetarian who didn't eat any vegetables and gained weight. Gained weight. <laughs> you know what happened? I watched that documentary, How They Kill the Cows. Yeah, that's not good. It's disgusting. The, the way the, they were like hanging out with sledgehammers, ripping the skin off them while they were alive. It was sick. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I try not to watch stuff like that. So, I and I don't. I hope that all the factories aren't like that because god that's awful yeah but anyways i stopped eating meat and a friend of mine stopped the same day i did because he agreed with me right and he was a vegan from that day until about two months ago really and he started eating meat again on his even arm after he got, even if he even after he got that tattoo well that's what i was gonna say he has a huge tattoo on his arm that has a cow with like the ghostbusters thing in front of it and it says 100 percent meat free 
And now, because maybe a couple months ago, he so he hadn't he stopped eating meat for like eight, I want to say like eight years or nine years, something like that. Yeah. And he just started eating meat again. He's like, well, now I just got this dumb tattoo on my arm. <laughs> But him and I started together, and I remember I called him from the McDonald's drive-thru, and I, he, like, talked me off the cliff a couple times. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I, I have to. He's like, don't do it. It's been four months. Or don't do it. It's been seven months. Don't. And you know what actually You know what made me go back? I was at the gym on a treadmill. Sam actually was at a Bears game, and he was sending me all these pictures of him tailgating with, like, all these hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff. So I left the gym and I went to Burger King and I got two Whoppers and that's how I came back. When you ate, did you go free? <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> like all the rest of the time, you you changed it. You were eating with clothes on, and then you finally got to take your shirt off again. You went, "This is what I needed." <laughs> yeah, when I when I. <laughs> When I wasn't eating meat, I, I, I ate like a gentleman with a shirt on. Yeah, with a suit. It was like the Incredible Hulk, the shirt just ripped <laughs> off. Yeah, you ate with like a, a shirt and tie. Free at last, free at and, last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. And everything you ate, everything you ate, you had to eat with chopsticks. <laughs> These are cricket sandwiches. By the way, Abe, I've been watching stuff about The Rock and all of his Instagram pics. I don't think if you and I tried to eat all that sushi that The Rock put up, I don't think you and I would be able to eat it. Yeah, there's no way. There's no. I, in fact, I would love to see him eat it because I don't believe that he does. No, I do because don't forget. There's no, hey, there's no stomach that can, that can put that away like that. But don't forget, Base, the stuff, the stuff he, the, his workouts, he burns thousands of calories. No, I understand that, but all that rice that expands in your stomach, it's almost impossible. Yeah, but don't forget, he eats during a day to keep that kind of mass. He has to eat thousands of calories. So he's only I'm, eating... I'm almost, I'm almost willing to, to direct message him and say, I want to pay just to see you eat all that. I bet he doesn't eat all of it, but it's like he just wants a big feast in front of him. And, yeah, and then he, then he slams like 11 cookies of milk. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. He, so we're talking about... If you've never seen it, The Rock on his Instagram page, he does a cheat meal every Sunday, I think it is. And he posts, like, it's always five full plates of sushi, the biggest cookies you've ever seen in your life. Um, and then he'll have subs. He'll have, like, four huge subs. Um, it's always something crazy. It's ridiculous. But you could eat like that. If, if you're eating, if he's eating um, grilled chicken all week with vegetables and stuff. And you work no, out he, that much? No, he does. He does. He does have an insane diet, and I've seen people on like the internet like attempt to, to do his diet, and it can't be done because it's like twelve meals a day of like intense food. Well, you have to work but, out to go along with it. Yeah, but Abe, even if you did that, your stomach's not going to be able to take on all that rice. Uh, you ever see a sumo wrestler? You ever see what they eat? It's not that much sushi. Sushi. I. I I fail to believe he could do that. I'm sure he does. There's no way he could eat all that, but I bet he eats a lot of it. Oh. It's disgusting for me to even think about it. The problem is when you see that, right away you feel like a piece of garbage. Because probably the last two weeks I've been eating all garbage. Yeah. In fact, I, I sent a picture. I was at Culver's the other day, 
And uh, were you on that thread where I sent a picture of it? No. Okay, so it must have been one of my other, th- probably the wrestling thread with Sam and uh, Danny. Gunn. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, with the uh, the red, the burger with the red onion on it. Yeah, yeah. So, and then someone's like, "I think Sam's a god. I can't believe how much fast food you eat." And then everyone was like chiming in, "Yeah, is that is that all you eat for every meal? Is fast food?" I will say you do fast food hard because <laughs> every time they, every time I hear like, I go, "Hey, Abe, I just saw an." Uh, on Facebook, that McDonald's is coming out with this new burger. Like, oh, yeah, I just ate that a week ago. And I'm like, wow, that was quick. <laughs> well, you're talking about that Burger King, the Big Mac ripoff, right? Yeah, but anytime. Which is like better than special, the Big Mac, just as good as the Big Mac. Yeah, but anytime there's like a special sandwich that comes out, anytime I hear of it, you've already sampled it. Well, you know, that's that's one of the. one. That's my pleasure. <laughs> Why not try it? Hey, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. It's like you only live once, right? That's true. That's why if you're listening and you have a lot of money, spend it. Don't save it for your asshole kids. Say you should have enough for your kids if they're young. But if you're like 65, 70, and your kids are like in their 40s, you don't need to hold on to your money so these assholes can get a payout when they're like 50. Exactly. Live live your life if you're older. Now, now, base is a different example. You have a kid who's four, so if you died or something happened to you, you need to have money for for DJ. It's it's much different, right? When DJ's thirty, right, and you're like what sixty five or whatever, then you're going to be living your life. Maybe your grandkids need it. You know what I mean? It's different when you have kids. I know, but, but if, you, what if if there's money in you and your kids are well to do, then he has to go. But for wait, it. base. That's part two of what I was going to say. And if you want to help the kids and the grandkids, then give them money now. Yeah, sure. Don't you want to see them enjoy the money? That's what I don't understand. Why do people have to wait till they're dead to give it to them? That's why it's a weird game of cat and mouse, right? Like they act like they're 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 upset their mother died, and they're like, "So what? So what are the payouts?" Yep. It's like you want a poker tournament. Okay, third place gets seventy thousand. <laughs> second place one hundred twenty thousand, and then her favorite gets one fifty and the car. Yeah, but you get the house. And that's last place because she's underwater on it. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted I wanted my son base to have the house. Oh, you mean the one she's underwater on that's worth half of what she paid? Half yeah, of the, what one she the one with the, that the roof collapsed in on that killed her. <laughs> oh, that house? That house with all those great memories? Yeah, with the rats. No, but either way, it, it's either you spend your own money... Or if you're planning on giving it to these people, give them a taste now. I mean, I understand you need money for, like, you know, if you're old, you never know what's going to happen. You're going to be in the hospital, whatever. But if you have plenty of extra money, start breaking them off a piece while you're alive so you can enjoy watching them enjoy it. I will say this about you. You're the only one I know that can go from, I eat way too much fast food, and that's my pleasure, too. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, the 180-degree turns you make in this podcast. Wait, how did we get from fast food to that? Oh, because I said you have to enjoy your life. <laughs> and then, bam. Right into the uh, ape cannon sermon. Now, if you're someone who's living modestly and you have some money in the bank, okay, fine, it makes sense. Just keep living modestly. But if you have a lot of money, make one of those two decisions. You either spend it all yourself or give them some money now. I will say the interesting thing for me is that I'll, I'll hear you talk about like a special burger, 
and you talk it up well, and I get hungry, and I'm like, that's it. I'm going to the place, and I'm going to get that burger. And then I get there, and I'm like, that burger is like $6, but there's a dollar menu. And I just ordered the dollar menu. I'm like, shit. You get the whole usual? Like, the whole reason I gave was for that special burger, and I just walked out with three Junior Whoppers and cried. <laughs> well, you're the only guy who still gets the rodeo cheeseburger. I love that burger so much. No one even knows it's on the menu. I know, but it's so good. Could I share something off the menu that I get? Of course. McDonald's, the greatest sandwich is the Daily Double Burger. It's $2. I haven't had a Daily Double in years. It's, I, I get it. That's all I get at McDonald's. In fact, even when they have two for five Big Macs or whatever the, the deal of the day is, I still get Daily Doubles because they're so delicious. And I always ask for a side of the Big Mac sauce, even if I didn't order a Big Mac. And they put it in the ice cream container, right? Yeah, 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 it's good. <laughs> I could almost, I could almost straw that. I think that's gross, personally, because I did that once, and they actually gave me an entire ice cream container, like maybe three quarters full of Big Mac sauce. Well, that's just an asshole move. It's like here's slob. Yeah, here you want to drink it? it. You want to bathe in it? <laughs> But yeah, if you're at McDonald's, the Daily Double with extra mayo. Mm. And you're the one. Was that the Burger King chicken sandwich that had tomato and bacon to it? Was that McDonald's? I forgot what it was. Yeah, if you get the two for six spicy chickens, you add bacon, extra mayo, and cheese. I never did extra mayo until I met you. And it <laughs> does actually make a difference in some, oh, some you, of the sandwiches. Oh, so you like it better. Some of the sandwiches, the uh, the Jersey Mike's number nine with extra mayo is actually Ooh! really good. The number nine is good with extra mayo. Of course it is. And why? Because you're making it more disgusting. Well, no, there's just like a richer flavor to it. It's actually better. It's like if you're at McDonald's and you're trying to eat healthy, oh, diet, diet Coke and a salad. Get out. <laughs> like, you're there. Just be a slob. If not, go to somewhere else. Go to Go to Whole Foods and go buy some lettuce. I agree. Like, what game are you playing with yourself? <laughs> it's one of the, It's a stupid game. Because you want to play the game like, I went to McDonald's and I did not become an asshole. But you're right. It's like going to an AA meeting and going, I can walk out with a glass of wine and not be drunk. And if you're anyone drinking a Diet Coke is an asshole, too. It's like, it tastes like shit. What are you doing? It's horrible. I it's, agree. You're drinking, like, brown piss. And they say the Diet Coke is actually worse for you than the only, only thing is you could drink Diet Coke and not gain any weight. That's the only thing. But you're still, there's something wrong with you. No one who's actually healthy drinks Diet Coke. It's no, all people it, it who are, gross. it's either people who are fat or people who have lost a lot of weight, but they still want to drink that brown liquid. I agree. They drink a liquid that looks like diarrhea. Like they love it that much. They're yeah, gonna drink, they, the consistency is diarrhea. And they're always like, I'll take the Coke Zero. If you're going to drink a soda, drink a soda. Exactly. If not, have a water or juice. Yeah. How about water? You know there's some people who've never drank water? No. There's a lot of people who don't drink water. Ever. They always have to have, like, even when they drink water, they always have those, like, those powder packs they put in. Like, some kind of pink no. shit. Yes. Water has no taste. How can you not drink water? There's a lot of people who don't drink water. Oh, I just don't like it. It's, there's a lot of people who don't drink water. I start my day with two bottles. 
I drink two yeah, bottles of yeah, water. Exactly. The minute, yeah, I, get, the minute most, I get up, I, I just have two bottles. Yeah, most people do drink water. I'm not talking about most people. I said there's some people. I know. I'm just saying I, I can't fathom that. They, quote, always have to have flavor with their drink. <laughs> but isn't it pretty much anything you drink has water in it anyway? Yeah. So you're drinking water with anything. Pretty much. But it's always taint. It's like you cut it. Like if you get your cocaine cut with like steroid, like steroid powder or whatever, creatine, whatever. Or, or, uh, no, they cut the cocaine with like baby powder oh. or baby laxatives. So you're cutting your brown diarrhea with water. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, here's some diarrhea cut with water. <laughs> we call it Diet Coke. Ugh. I mean, if you're going to drink it, just drink the regular Coke. I agree. Stop the games. It's like the guys who are, they, they cheat on their girlfriend, but then they're mad when the girlfriend, like, breaks up with them. So or cheats on them. Or cheats on them. That whore! You believe this whore? I mean, I only really, like, cheated on her once, but she, she did it out of spite. Whore! <laughs> they always, everyone wants everything both ways. They want it all. Yep. If you want to drink Coke, drink regular Coke. They, actually, they should take Diet Coke off the shelves. Don't even make it an option. You know what Diet Coke should be? Water. They should say, I'm going to start selling Diet Coke, Diet Coke H2O, and it's just going to be water. No, it would be like club soda. How much money do you think we can make? If, if I went to Coke, listen to me, Coke, if you're listening, call it Coke W, and it's just water, and I guarantee people would buy it. You'd have to, you'd have to put the color in it, though. No, no, clear. Clear Coke, clear Coke, clear Coke W, clear, what can we call it? Clear, clear Coke H2O. Cloak. Call it Cloak. Cloak H2O. No, but it has to be cloak. Coke. We'll call it Coke H2O and it's clear. And it's just water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't had Coke H2O yet? It's really good. <laughs> it's, it's calorie free, gluten free. Why don't. Sugar uh, free. You know what we should do, base? We should have a cola company, call it whatever, and then have our diet just be water. <laughs> <laughs> but call it Diet Diet Cola, whatever the name of our company is. Oh, you get scammed as much as the next person, sure. But why not? I mean, it's it's water. It's still it's it's our brand. It's Coke. It's Diet Cola. But it's just water because that's really what Diet Coke should be is water. It's gross. Oh yeah, the, I just I just like to have the taste. What what taste? What is that taste? It's kind of it's kind of like having a uh, non-alcoholic beer. Nobody likes the taste of. Beer. Some people claim they do though. It's impossible. It tastes like shit. They love it. Some people. Yeah, there's no point in it. I love the taste of this. The hops. It, it tastes like you're chewing on marijuana. Nobody likes it. That's like the really bad drunks. They're like, I, I just, I like the taste. No, you don't. You love just being always completely <laughs> fucked up. I love the taste of vodka. Really, because it smells like rubbing alcohol <laughs> that you can make somebody black out on. See, no one, base- no one likes the taste. But, see, I can understand if someone likes the taste of certain beers, but you're right. There's no one that would love the taste of vodka. Yeah, but, Abe, if you go, okay, just for the taste of it, I'll offer you a uh, an orange a juice. craft a craft beer with IPA, or I'll offer you this ice-cold glass of orange juice. Which one do you want? Just for taste. Yeah. Well, that, what are you doing? You're playing with my head now. <laughs> Quit fucking with my head. I mean, come on. You're not drinking beer because you want the taste. You're drinking beer because you want to get drunk. Exactly, but but vodka is, is even a better example. Oh, I, I mean, love. Never, I mean, never my never have I left a bar and someone said, "Oh shit, you got to slam that orange juice. You're not going to leave a waste of there." <laughs> no, you drink the beer because 
I really have a taste for flavor tonight. What should I get? Yeah. Hmm, I'm going to get a beer. Nobody's going to Alcoholics Anonymous because they have an addiction to Coca-Cola. To flavor? Yeah. We understand why you like it so much. It's so flavorful and delicious. Yeah. You know what? It's, 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 it's not even fair that they make it taste so good. No, they purposely make it taste bad. In fact, the only keep drinking it. The only people who have the right to, to, for their addiction are fat people because they're actually addicted to flavor and taste. Yeah, that's something they're addicted to, and 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 it's they're honest about it. I love eating fig newtons. I love eating uh, just shitloads of ribs or whatever they eat. Like, but it's also that's also a uh, not, I don't want to say the word hormone, but it's like a it releases like serotonin in their brains. It like does something for them. Oh, it's a high. That. You get a high, and then you immediately get low. Yeah, it's like for instance, it happens to me when I get the two for six whoppers. The first two bites, I'm in heaven, and then the depression kicks in, and it slowly gets worse and worse until you're at the bottom of that second whopper, and then it's complete depression. No, no, no. For me, it's every time I see those, I open that bag, and I see there's like two or three burgers in there, <laughs> and I'm slamming it like it's that scene from Harold and Kumar when they finally get the White Castle. <laughs> and then once it's done, and I'm starting to go to sleep, I turn over, and I just go... That was a mistake. <laughs> and that's when the depression kicks in. And then the heartburn kicks in. And then the next morning when I wake up and I have that that salty taste in my mouth that I oh. can't get rid of. And just the worst heartburn ever where it feels like you're having a heart attack. Oh, yeah. And you're just sitting there going like, <laughs> and you don't feel like even getting up out of bed because you're tired. And then you, you set up against the, like the, the, the wall or the, the back of your bed to sit up. And then you try you try to get in a different position so the heartburn gets like will move itself. And all you're doing is sweating. <laughs> <laughs> but the process of before and during are magical. Yeah, the, the lead up the lead up to getting it's another thing because you're like, should I yeah. get that? Should I get it? And then when you get it, you're so happy. Yeah, because the drive through is so shiny, and there's pictures of awesome food, and you're like. Oh my god! I'm gonna get six of you. You know, it's exactly like going to the casino. You're thinking about it all day. You're like, "Fuck! Should I go? Should I go? Should I play? Oh man, I shouldn't spend this money. I shouldn't spend." Then you, when the minute you walk in, you're when you buy that ticket for the poker tournament or you sit down at the roulette table, you're so happy for that second. It's like you're in paradise. And then when you start going downhill, you're like, "No!" Yeah. And then the the worst is when you say "all in," and then they're like, "Oh, you're out." And then you have to walk to your car with that, oh, no. Like, the, the, you, you deflate immediately. <laughs> well, see, I don't really know this one, so it's kind of interesting to hear this. Well, just like eating. It's the exact same thing. You yeah, have the I high. Don't, I, don't, I don't gamble like you do, so this is interesting. Well, I mean, you've gambled before. I mean, you, you know what it's like. Yeah, but I've never gotten into a place that went, I should not gamble this money. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that. You just you you the the deflation, and then you have to walk out. Just just like when you eat the fast food, like I'll eat it in my car, and it's the first two bites are glorious. It's like oh, this is delicious. You don't even want that. Like the first Whopper was perfect, but then you still eat the second. Mm, yeah, there was no reason to go to the second Whopper at all. And there's actually like a part of your brain that goes, maybe we should save this burger for tomorrow. But and then you, you go, know how bad that. it is to reheat. Yeah, when you you know it's oh, like, well, it's if terrible. I reheat it, it's gonna be. And I think they purposely make fast food where you can't reheat it. No, because when you when you do, all of a sudden mayo becomes like rubber. 
Ugh, it's gross. It's hot mayo is gross. Yeah, I mean, just the whole thing, and it's like it's not like you could separate it. You can't take no. off everything. And the lettuce becomes wilted, and it's it's, it's it's a it's it's a mess. It's like if you go to Gibson Steakhouse and you have half a steak left, when you reheat it, it's still delicious. Oh, it's phenomenal. Any fast food, except I would say Arby's. Arby's holds up okay, depending on what you have. But it's even, weird that you say that because I've, I've been craving Arby's lately. And I have not well, had those commercials. That here. It, base at the Super Bowl, they had an Arby's commercial, and I'm like, oh, because they had some kind of new sandwiches. <laughs> of course they did. We have the meats for sandwiches. <laughs> All right, well, we'll wrap it up on that. But I, I would, I would we'll wrap it up on that. I would, I would really appreciate if someone could at CTS Bulls at CTS B U L S. Just say, hey, you know, you really owe Abe Cannon an apology. And just tweet me the screenshots because I, I won't be able to see any of it. That's true. Just say you owe him an apology. Make sure to unblock him. He helped you out. You know, is this the way to treat someone that helps you out? You know, he's him and Stacey King are boy. Him and Stacey King are friends. He's a, he's a good fella. He's a good guy. I mean, whatever you guys did to get the Hulkster to unblock me was great. I was going to say, are you sure you want to save this one up? And Chuck Swirsky. You're not currently on a list with R. Kelly and Tito Ortiz. You really want that company? Abe, are you sure you want these guys going to bed for this one? Yeah, he owes me an apology. Because <clears throat> I have a feeling you're going to piss off somebody else that you really want to be unblocked from it. Everyone's going to be like, oh, I don't know. Who, Stacy? No, 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 don't do, don't do anything to Stacy. That's my guy. No, I'm just saying, at some point, you're going to piss somebody else off that you really like. And the listeners are going to be like, well... Oh, like they really blew their really, rod with Chuck I really Swirsky. Went, I, I really went to bad for that, Chuck Swirsky. I don't know <laughs> if, I, if I can do that again. <laughs> Honestly, anyone who blocks me, good for you, because you are in the worst possible company. Two of the biggest pieces of shit ever, R. Kelly and Tito Ortiz. That's not a group <laughs> that... Do you want to be a part of that group, Chuck? Really? Those are the only people who block me. Tito well, Ortiz and R. Kelly. That you know of. No, I actually know of another guy, but I'm not going to mention him. But <laughs> is, there a, is there a way to find out everybody you've been blocked from? Mm, not really. I mean, I only find out because like I was tweeting something about R. Kelly, and then I clicked on his page and said, you're blocked. <laughs> and someone found the tweet where I said, anyone who supported R. Kelly should also go to jail with him. <laughs> and that got me blocked, I, I want to say, about 10 years ago. So, fine, Chuck, you're in good company, man. Good good for you if you want to block me. <laughs> Just know it's you, Tito Ortiz. Would, base, would you ever want to be in that company for anything? No, sir. I don't care if it's like, oh, everyone gets uh, free Chick-fil-A sandwiches for a year. R. Kelly, Tito Ortiz, and Chuck. Like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Why are those two also getting it? Yeah, Because really. you would know it's a trick or there's some, like, Oh, are they only giving assholes free Chick-fil-A for a year? Is it something like, like, you wouldn't accept that. You wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to be in that group no matter what the circumstances. Agreed. Uh, well, it's, well, who, who else is on this great list? Uh, well, we're all going to see Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. We picked three people. You, of course, and then uh, R. Kelly and Tito Ortiz. What? <laughs> why? Why? Why those two? So, Chuck. Enjoy your company. You made your bed. Now, you could lay in it or you could do the right thing. It's up to you. <laughs> All right. We will holler next week. See you. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.